card is in. <laughs> it's in. All yes. right. Welcome to 91 Octane. I am John. I'm Randy. Uh, this is your podcast for cars, culture, and a little crazy. I mean, I don't think we've incorporated too much crazy lately. Maybe us seeing each other on a pod every week yeah, is crazy. That is a little crazy. I think about it every week. Yeah. But on today's episode, of course, we're going to cover your headlines. We're going to ask some questions on the hot lap. And then we're going to update you guys on some S2K and E36 goodies, what we've been up to. And we're going to talk about my truck and truck like we, we haven't talked about that in a little while. So yeah, I, I do want to touch on that a little bit and what my experience has been like. But first, let's start with some headlines and I'll kick it off. Randy, I just want to say bat is the worst thing that has happened to the average car guy. Because of the pricing? That, I'm going to put that out there. I wish it never, ever existed. That damn thing, man. That's so, right. Uh, E30 M3 on bat quarter just mil. sold for a quarter million fucking dollars. But it was man. super low miles. 8,000 miles. Yeah, that's why. Right? But, but quarter mil. No, nah, dude. That's not what quarter. That's what I'm saying. A quarter mil, that's a $50,000 car. Let's let's call it $80,000 car. Eighty. Yeah, but yeah, that yeah, yeah. is is it's pushing these prices higher and higher. Yeah, you know, like all of a sudden, everyone's looking at the EM one, thinking, okay, another one sold for thirty k. There you go. This is exactly my point. Yeah, right. And these are not what I would consider like exotic, super collect collectible cars. The E thirty M three, sure, right? Yes. It's got it, it's yeah, got I its would story, say, its history. Right. It's rare enough. Uh-huh. But an EM1, an SI, like really? Like you're driving those prices up? E36 M3s, which are like Honda Civics out here. Yes. Right? And yes. you're seeing 120,000 miles selling for 20K, 20K? 25K. Yeah, man. Wow. Just because they're in you know good condition aesthetically, right? And I'm sure they've got service records and whatnot, but... Mm-hmm. I don't like what it's doing to the market, and I think it's a big <laughs> contributor, man. Uh, to what contribute? Oh, to bring the, a trailer. To inflating is. those prices, bring a trailer. Yeah, and it's, and it's that, that. I mean, the headline is a thirty-five thousand dollar BMW N3 has just sold for a quarter mil. For a quarter mil. Yeah, it's shocking. It's extremely shocking. But I I wasn't super shocked when I saw the mileage. Uh, I mean, I get it, right? 8,000 yes. miles is brand new. Yes. For any car, it's yes. brand new. Yes. And finding one like that is yes. extremely rare since there were only like 5,000 made. Exactly. But. That's why I give the e, that E30 M3 credit, in, or I give it where it is. But I feel like my window to catch up is shrinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're concerned right? about. Because of that, right? Yes. Like the normal market, you. I'm I'm guessing in the normal market, like if we were trying to sell this just like on offer up or something, ninety K, eighty K. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a couple but years now, ago, yeah. You know, with between Barrett Jackson, between Bat, right. like all these foreign cars, all of a sudden, you know, E D thirty six lightweight, yeah. All these cars are just bringing in crazy money. The lightweight brought it up. What was a lightweight at? Wasn't that like buck fifty? Oh, it's higher than that. No, I think. when Paul Walker's uh, auctioned. Yeah, I think it I was mean, a, he uh-huh. had one that went for one fifty, but I think he had another one that went over two. Did he? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think you're right. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I get it. You know, if the market is is, is the, the market, market, right? 
if somebody wants to pay that much money, that's what it is. It's capitalism. But it, yeah, but like, fuck, man, dude, really? <laughs> yeah. I'm never gonna have one. No, nope. ever gonna <laughs> nope. have one. It just doesn't make any sense. Unless it's a beater that you know, you're like, trying to. Like if I had, you know, five million dollars, mm-hmm. I would spend two hundred fifty thousand dollars on a car. Let's let's say that that's the the sure sure sure. But the two hundred fifty thousand dollar car would have to be like a, a Ferrari, a $250,000 brand new car. Oh, right? okay. In order okay. for me to buy an E30 M3 for 250,000 money, $250,000, my money has to be like the ultimate fuck you money. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jeff like Bezos billionaire. Level. Yeah, yes. yeah, Bezos exactly. Level Bezos shit. level to yeah. to buy to spend that kind of money on an E30 M3. And you know, I'm not hating on the car. Wow. It's an amazing car. I love the car, but a bat is ruining everything. You got you guys on bat. Like, get off bat. Stop bidding these cars up. Is that BMW your holy grail of BMWs? Of BMWs, yeah. You would say the yeah, E30 like, M3. Like, yeah, the, I feel I feel like would the, be e, your holy the E30 M3 would be my old man classic car. Yes. You know, like you know how like old guys have hot rods. That's and, the and that's peak a- of any BMW you would ever own. Is that car? Is that what you're saying? Oh, for sure. Okay. Oh, for sure. You yeah. wouldn't dig into like, no, nah, like an like an a new M8 or even yeah. the old eight series right. or the M. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, nah, like there's an there's the, like a, a modular the M1 even or the one M either. Yeah, of those. the one M. No, nah, no, nah, not really. No, nah, even though it is rarer. You right. Know? Um, there's also the Z1 yes. concept. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah, with the sliding d- door. But for me, it'd be the E30 M3 because, I mean, it's it's the history, right? The oh, racing history, the homologation okay. yes. uh, story behind it. Uh, so, of course, I mean, that. but like I said, I mean, the kind of money I would have to have to spend $250,000 on a car like this, it's it's insane. And so, and so I start thinking, like, okay, how much of this is, like, money laundering schemes? Like, is Bat behind some of that stuff? You know? They only make 400 bucks from the buyer. Really? Or they max out at a grand. Really? Yes, they max out at a grand. I thought they so made it's a not percentage. A it's oh. not a percentage. Oh, no, I mean a scheme as in, like, this is probably Bat's own money. Right? Oh, they, they, to they hype up their way, site? They find a way to make these sales, even though they're artificial, right? They're making these sales, and now they're increasing that this is totally conspiracy theory yes, stuff totally right they're increasing the price of these cars so then in effect they're actually making themselves able to spend even circulate more money through the, more cars through better more cars, cars right even though they're they're not valued this much they're really. the poor man's like premier auction site yeah because yeah. now they're ex- this is i don't accessible. think it's not a poor man's auction site well anymore. i mean well what i mean is you don't have to pay a thousand dollar entry fee to get in right the right yeah for sure which is what like the bottoms uh okay. auctions there's actually fee like a hundred couple hundred bucks i think to get in just to uh, walk in the fucking door but yeah man that's uh i'm staying away from bat it was a it was a devil for me for a while. Yeah, cars cars just go for way more than you could get them for, like private sale. Even though it is a private sale, it's they're, just they're driving the market. They're driving yeah, the market sure, for sure, for sure, for yes. sure. I struggled with the MR2 on that site for a long time. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember. Yes, and it it really influenced my MR2 thoughts yeah so but let's uh let's drop this before i get angrier what's the next headline last week uh honda announced that the honda fit uh-huh and the civic coupe were no longer going to be sold in america that is that's weird officially so the civic coupe would be the si and the standard civic right so now is there going to be a si sedan 
There has always been an oh, S. Oh, there has sedan. always been one. Or okay. not always, but since my gen, since the eighth gen, there was a Civic sedan. Oh, uh, okay. SI sedan. Okay. Which was the first, the gen I had, the 06 through and up. Okay. So with that said, uh, that is the death of the coupe. Unofficially. Because I can't, th- I mean, M3, M3 four. Four has yeah. a coupe. M4. But like the everyman's coupe. Anything under 30K even, you could say. Oh, okay. Without an FRS, a new FRS out there. which a Golf? There's no more Golf uh, f- uh, Coupes. Oh, they're all four-door now. They're all four-door. Oh, shit. Like sporty, fun car. BRZ may be the only one left. Yeah. That's a four-seater, two-door car. Two plus two. Yes. Uh, Nothing left. Damn. Because the Miata doesn't count. Yeah. Um, Wait. Elantra GT oh, got rid of their two-door. Yeah. And even the other small cars going to the Honda Fit. I don't know what it is that, you know, they don't like their two-doors here. Americans don't care about the two-door anymore. No. Because it was always this, like, halfway sporty but never a full sports car. Like, sacrifice M3 excluded. Under the 30K price right, range, right? right? You're kind of like getting the sporty look. It's kind of like throwing a spoiler on a front wheel drive car, <laughs> the coupe, right? Because you're not really in a sports car. Okay, it's yeah. a two door c- version of another car, usually. Right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh well, I yeah, guess. I mean, yeah, I guess that's the way it's going. At least it's still keeping, you know, other fun stuff. Yes. They aren't getting rid of it completely like Ford did. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, the Mustang might be the only other coupe that's... Uh, but that's a true sports car. Yeah, almost. imagine if they made a four-door Mustang. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Right? That sounds weird. But yeah. they uh, they will with the Mach-E. <laughs> well, it's not a Mustang. I know, but then there you go. So why yeah. call it a Mustang, right? That's true, actually. Other than milking the name. That's, that's true, actually. That's uh, that, that actually is a good transition into my next headline. Go for it. In which they should not call it the Ford Mustang Mach-E anymore. Why? They should call it like... The Bronco Mach-E? You know what I think of? The Banshee from like X-Men. Uh-huh. Um, because listen to this. Okay. So, what does that sound like to you? It sounds like they're trying to make it sound like a Transformer. It does sound like a Transformer. You're mm-hmm. right. A different version, so they're not ripping off Transformers. And but. this, I'm, I'm playing you the sort of the uh, the commercial for it from Ford. Okay. Because it's the sound is clear. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But there's actually some clips on there where Clem, Ken Block drives it, and and they're you know doing their whole normal YouTuber thing, and the Maki. 1400 have you heard of this car oh yet? yes i did hear about it it's dude it's it's a it's a killer killer car i didn't watch it it's all electric it's all electric mustang EV. mustang ev um it's got s- seven motors fully custom not fully custom it's a one-off car yeah right it's uh, i think they said it's like five thousand pounds and fifteen hundred <laughs> of those are the batteries yeah, that makes sense. So they they haven't released like you know zero to sixty numbers, mm. but you're talking about fourteen hundred horsepower, fifteen hundred pounds of torque, with quick change differentials to increase that torque. 
Okay. Estimated, you know, they can get up to like 5,000, 6,000 pounds of torque um, in this car. And they're just hooning it around. But it's like uh, like Ford wanted to shut down Jeep, it seems. Yes. Um, yes. Because they first they came out with the Bronco. Yes. Right. And they told they're now everybody's like, oh, shit, Jeep, you better watch out. And then Jeep decides that they want to come out with the news that a V8 powered Jeep is coming out. Right? Yeah. Allegedly. And Ford comes out with the Mach-E 1400. And it isn't a production car, right? Mm-hmm. It, you're not going to be able to buy it. This isn't entirely even possible for a normal person right now. Yes. Right? The amount of money involved in this project is huge. Uh-huh. But this is the first time I've actually been excited about EV. <laughs> you know, like, and Ford did it, right? Rivian is now delayed until August 2021. With their truck, their electric EV Okay, truck, I didn't know right? that. Okay. Uh, they just released that that news. I'm dropping headline after headline here. And now Ford is coming in and saying, you know, the Mach-E can do this. Obviously, it's not their production car. Mm-hmm. Their production car, who knows what kind of problems going to come with. It might be perfect. Who knows? But they're pushing the envelope in terms of what these cars will be able to do in the future. Did they use their own components, like the motors and stuff? Was that f- the Ford from the Mach-E, and they just took seven of them out? Of a- um, I want to say yes, but I don't know okay. for sure. You, okay. Yeah, you I don't know for part. sure. Um, I mean, it, it seems like it's pretty much fully custom. Okay. But I don't know if they use the same motors. Because that would be incredible then, basically. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't right. use the same motors. Right. They just use you know, seven them instead yes, of three. Exactly. Um, but it, it it's uh the only piece that was missing for me with E V cars was the sound, right? We always go oh, back to to okay. sound. Yeah. Right. And yeah. the screams of this car, it really reminds me of sort of uh like supercharger wine. Yes, totally. But the scream that this car lets out, you know, when they're on it it's like okay, uh, I I'm not gonna miss the sound. You just it's closing. You, if the, you just if, wanted sound. Then. If this no, I don't I don't just want and power sound, right power with the sound. But but you know that's that's sort of what all the internal combustion guys kind of lean on is okay. Well, but it's not gonna sound good, right? You're gonna sound like a microwave. You're gonna right. You're not gonna make any noise. Oh, they have to pipe in sound through the speakers or whatever, right? Um, but this car sounds amazing as is, and the way it performs. Uh, just from the limited uh, uh, videos that I've seen, it's this is something to be excited about because now we're seeing these big companies, bigger shops pushing the envelope, which mm-hmm. means you and I in five to ten years might be capable of making something like this. Yeah, that would right? be dope. Because, I mean, look, at we lived through the entire er- evolution of cell phones from... Pretty much the brick phone in the yes. 80s, right? Which right. we weren't, you know, we didn't own one, we didn't but own yes, one, right? yeah, yeah, but yeah. we saw it, yeah, right, yeah. in our lifetime. Yeah. And we're all, we're not even middle age yet, technically. Mm. I am, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. So now, so now let's let's span forward another five, ten, fifteen years. What is that going to mean? What does right? that mean for this technology? This is a cell phone. I knew right? it. I'll just say it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew it. I just I didn't think. That th- something like this would happen this fast. And f- 
for how much you hated uh, electric cars last year, yeah, and for it to already have gotten to this point this year, right. that's that's fast. That's extremely fast, I, dude. When when I when I saw this in my head, I immediately just went fuck. Because I knew that I would have to retract every statement <laughs> <laughs> in my podcast, yes. in the podcast for the last three years. It's a good history of yeah. how people's and mindsets Because change. that's exactly how, how I felt. I'm like, Ford hit the mark, right? Now we're looking at, and because it's tech, I was like, oh, you know, th- then this, right. we're going to be capable of doing stuff like this, right? I know there's like super custom suspension components and all that stuff in here, but we'll be able to... You know, who knows? Maybe the E92, I blow the engine, and then it just sits around. Five years from now, I'm able to buy an electric motor and just go have fun with it. Well, in your case, you would just need to connect it to the diff. Yeah. Or the the drive shaft. Yeah. And off you go. Technically, right? I mean, with the amount of torque that these things put out, it could be that I just fry the diff or the drive shaft. That's true. true. There's those components to think about. Yeah. But now you have big companies like Ford investigating stuff. There is like EV West who's been doing stuff like this Mm -hmm. for a little while. But to take it to take a production car to these extremes, an EV production car, right? Right. We're used to seeing the Civic turn into the Type R, Mm -hmm. the Focus to turn into the RS. Yeah. Right. With the internal combustion. Now Ford is like, okay, we're going to do with EV too. Yes. So now we're going to see performance trims, you know, maybe down the line. And imagine buying the crate motor. Exactly. Which is they sell LS1s and the Coyote motors direct. Yeah. So now you're buying crate EV motors, which GM does have. Remember, we saw that. And what what does China love to do with uh, electronics? They copy the fuck out of it and, <laughs> and make it cheap. It. And then yeah. Alibaba, <laughs> yeah, car dude. engine, yeah. I mean, honestly, and it might be the case that uh, that we do that. If you can standardize that EV swap on a Honda Civic, yeah, that's where oh, you want it. That's where you'll be a millionaire. Oh, which I've said in the past already. Yeah, because I mean, I think I'm proof that car guys are starting to bend to. EV. The, yeah, the EV totally. or, or the internal combustion loyalty. Yeah, right, absolutely. Um, so, uh, so there's a market, right? I've start, I'm starting to see RX-7s come out, full EV. Mm. Like more tuner cars are coming out, you yeah. know, with Tesla conversions. BC Moto has his uh, Porsche. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So um, I, I think uh, we're in for an interesting future with cars. For, I'm telling you, in five years, yeah. I think we'll be highly, highly motivated to do that. And if it's uh, like I said, if it's Lego, even more Lego yeah. than it is now, like yeah. Civic Swap. They just need to figure out the batteries, and then we're good. Exactly. It takes 45 minutes to charge the battery full. For That's this, for the Mach E fourteen hundred. That's not too bad. But it gives you forty five minutes of fun. That's not bad at all. Yeah, but I'm, are you really like, like in a practical scenario, right? You mm-hmm. can't wait forty five minutes. Although, like, if you're at, if like, you say, if you're home, at NASA, you're you're between sessions. You technically could charge the car full. So you're thinking of it straight up from the that track perspective, yeah, or from a fun perspective, right? I'm not yes. considering this car for a daily, right? Because as a daily, it's easy. Oh, for how, sure. How many of yeah. us really drive to the full range of the car? Oh, every for day? sure. Yeah, no. Right? As, yeah, as long as you have a charger at home, mm-hmm. plug in like your cell phone every night, and then yes, you're good. Exactly. Yeah, but uh, I'm excited for Ford, man. Thank you, Ford. This is uh, this is, I, I I've never really looked at the future of vehicles as much as I am now. Tesla didn't do it for me. You know, some of these other, even the Volkswagen ID program, 
right? Which hasn't come out yet. Well, yeah. the well the IDR, right? The it's one that's not they, out for sale though. Is it's it? not out for sale, yeah. but but it's technology that they've used like at Pikes Peak. Yes, and, yes. And it's incredible. But this is based on a production car, so it's a, it's a little more seems obtainable, even though there's probably like half a million in the, in that I, car. I, yeah, I think exciting times. It's good to have more options. Oh, for sure. Right. Yeah, for sure. But next headline. Uh, so Mazda Miata reported their sales and. Uh, can you guess which segment of all of their vehicles was one of the s- one of the top two best segments that helps prop up their sales? Segments. Well, yeah. Or you could say models. Up to you. Two, Mo- two models from two different segments. Two models that prop the Miata. Okay. Yes. Good guess. Um, and then the three. Okay, no, it's a CX nine, but the first one you got right. Oh, really? So their two biggest sellers for the month. Oh, that that makes sense. Was the CX nine? Okay, and the Mazda Miata, which sold fifty percent more than last year. Wow. So is COVID doing something to, like, is the boredom that people are having causing them to buy like fun cars, completely non-usable fun cars? Um. Isn't that shocking? Because, dude, everything said don't build a Roadster. That's why Miata's the only one out there in the affordable price range. Yeah. Fiat just copied it and went with it. I don't know. If, is there a Z4? Oh, there's a new Z4, but that's not yeah, affordable. That's not, yeah, that's not. No, it's not there's the There's no same. affordable small two-seater car, Roadster or not. I mean, did they have, like, crazy incentive deals? Not enough to warrant that good of a of a sales and it's Jump. weird too because there are very there are so many other options. They're not roadster options, but yes. there are other options. Absolutely, in it, that price range. Let's say yeah, the mid to high twenties range. Yeah, I mean, fun car range. Civics, Stinger, uh, BRZs, BRZ. Yeah, um, yeah. Huh. That's uh that's surprising. Fifty percent is a big big jump. Yes, let me double check that for number. the la- This is these are twenty five percent. These are quarterly earnings. No, it's compared to last year June. Compared to last year June, what Jesse? It doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, I, I'd have to look at what was going on outside of them in June last year. Like right. What took sales away from them? Well, last the year? the Miata's been out for a little bit. So yeah. as a model a model slides. They they do that mid year refresh, mid cycle refresh to give it a little bit boost in sales. So then it upticks a little bit, but then it continues downward. Maybe the average Joe is like shit. Like we're all gonna die. Maybe Let's yeah, get that, that, that's why I bought S two thousand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. To- Let's drop top it yeah. for the for the end of the world. Oh, yeah, that's crazy, dude. That's uh, that's I would not. I would have. I would have expected them to have a bigger decrease than a lot more than especially other people especially in the miata segment oh for sure for yes. sure but it went up 25 percent. but the miata went up i also don't know the demographic for the miata outside of my the car world d- oh, okay well dudes my age and hairdressers my age <laughs> Re- okay or or older or younger is it still a hairdresser or was it ever a hairdresser car i don't think this generation is so much personally yeah. but that's just me like who's because di- I mean it, I don't know that it's, it's marketed an enthusiast. Pro- it's an enthusiast it an, car. It is okay. So is it an enthusiast car or do enthusiasts like it? It's an enthusiast car because Mazda has a uh, their SEC. Uh, they support and fund the SEC race for the Mazda car. Oh, the oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. That makes sense. So that's that. They back that. May okay. I guess maybe they've 
somebody figured out that it's a good car now like or it's enthusiasts, reliable like or, you said realize hey we're all just gonna fucking die so yeah. might as well might as well get this car. Yeah, they're all living their middle huh. crisis, midlife crisis, a little earlier. Man, I'm gonna hit some FOMO and go buy me one too, man. Or a, ra- or a Bronco, right? Mm. I'd rather see a Bronco visit me at my house. Than well, <laughs> lucky for you, I pick my cars according to what you want to see. <laughs> Indeed. Damn. Indeed. Okay, but let's go into the hot lap, and I'll kick that one off as well this week. Since I've met you, Randy, I don't I don't think I've ever seen a competitive bone in your body. Yeah, and we've had this conversation before. And you're yes. like, I'm just not competitive. I don't really care. I compete against myself, which I'm going to be frank. It's all that sounds like bullshit. It sounds like <laughs> utter bullshit. Dude, that's what sure. I normally hear. Like sure. really competitive people who just are afraid to lose. Oh, say, OK. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, But can you think of a moment? where you were ultra competitive because you've told us the story about you the know tournament, you, the, the tournament, tournament but but to you you're just kind of like eh, like eh. you weren't even that happy about the trophy you're not that proud of it now i was happy and i am proud of it now uh, i tell my sons hey uh, you remember that trophy <laughs> i kicked ass boys <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> yeah yeah um have i ever thought i would say like certain situations um racing I okay, so I, you and I both didn't have a brother growing up, so right. we looked for it in other through other people, best friends or whatever. Right, right. So for me, that was my cousin, my first cousin that lived in Chicago. Okay. So um, deep down, like let's say his grades were better one quarter or semester or something, or I heard something achievement he did. He almost even graduated before me because, but he was a year younger. Okay. Um, but then he never graduated. So, but nonetheless, <laughs> yeah. Um. That may be somebody that I would be competitive to like to that extent with because I would get mad at fighting games when I'd play him and he was cheap. Okay. He yeah. Before I knew how to block in certain games like Street Fighter, he would sweep the fuck out of me in the corner. Why do you think you you were competitive with him but aren't competitive in general? Maybe because we're related and he gets like he might get a claim from my parents, maybe oh, or yeah. our family, which is what I would. Yeah, the, that's what I care about. The family flex. Yes. Yeah. They keep the family yeah, flex yes. yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But they don't care about racing. You know what I mean? So right. whatever they would care about, like better grades. Oh, he graduated school before Randy. Like, yeah, those would have a little bit of a irk in my head so let's say let's say that you know we we do k1 or some other racing right yeah and we do five races and there's four people yeah and you get last place every time yeah that wouldn't piss you off that would bug me that would bug me i would leave it being bothered by that okay i would know that i could do better but would it drive you to compete meaning practice and beat us the next time I, w- I don't think I would practice. I would want to beat you next t- all next but I time. I wouldn't do any of the work. But I, <laughs> I wouldn't care enough to practice. Uh, okay. Yeah. See, and that's the thing. Like that's that's the that competitive mm-hmm. element. Like you're really passive about that stuff. Yeah, because I don't. I wouldn't be high on my social. Oh, not social. Like. Uh yeah, it's just not high that high up on things I care about lists. Right. Beating people, I don't really care about beating them in something I don't. If they're better than me, they're better than me. If we did it twice and I got my ass kicked again by all four, then clearly I'm not good as good as these guys. That's the way I would see it. Okay. You know, it's like I'm amongst like 
amateur pro amateur your, drivers your ego is grounded yes yeah 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 your ego is grounded that would just sure. be it would be proven to me that in that second round yeah whereas for me i would never take it as proof <laughs> <laughs> so if you went which and, is stupid if you played pickup ball with some b uh like b lister nba players right or even d leaguers yeah you would okay, okay, okay. You're talking about like very okay. extreme situations, okay? So that's a di- right? yeah, that's probably yeah, that's too dip, far. Like, that's too far. I know not to put my dip my toes in you know where they don't belong. <laughs> in, right? Okay, fair enough. Right? Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so in that case, yeah, right. Okay. I, I know where my limits are, but I I feel like compared to you, yes, my limits sit a little far f- wider on the spectrum than yes. than what reality really lends itself to. Exactly. You're more willing to feel that way f- with regular people that Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yes, like if saying. if you are the best at what you do, yeah. It's going to take me a lifetime to get there. Absolutely true. Right? Yes. But if we're sort of similar levels or similar type sure, of people sure. and you're just kind of regular guys with day jobs that yeah. you know and you know you're handing it to me? Yes. Like I'm I'm going to take my own time. I'm going to go practice and I'm going to make sure that the next time we meet up, I embarrass you. I mean, I might do that for something I would care about. Let's say it was a racing game that yeah. I really was really into. Yeah, right. maybe. I mean, for me, it could be pencil tapping. Like, no, it, yeah. Like, it, it, it depends. It could be anything for it me. It depends. Like, you know, like, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'd say I'm generally friendly, right? I like laughing. I'm cool with everybody. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to competition, like, I'm, I'm focused. Like, I'm, we have a crew of, about four or five guys that play uh, Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Right? We play regularly. So, do you want to be the guy on the top of the list? Always got to be the guy on the top <laughs> of the list, right? And I wasn't. I wasn't always that guy with them. Okay. Uh, and we are, we're all interchange or whatever. Sure. But I'm yeah. the only guy that when we're playing, I'm dead silent, <laughs> right? Because I'm focused, right? I'm focused. Uh-huh. I'm like, I need to grind this win out. Sure. I need this to happen. That's good. Whereas for you, you'd be kind of like, it's a casual game. We're just kicking it, right? Yeah, because I don't care about video games anymore. Yeah. Well, I didn't, and then now I do again. Co- co- coronavirus kind of brought this whole thing out. But anyway, yeah. like uh, because it took me a while to realize that you were telling me the truth. Oh, you know, okay. like, you know, after a while of getting to know. Oh, you, sure. Sure. I sure. do. I was like, okay, yeah, that's, that's, it's just Randy. Like, yes, he just yeah. doesn't feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, because at first I was like, eh, that's full of shit. Like this is a defense mechanism or <laughs> okay. something. Right. Okay. Okay. You know, okay. you know, but you actually saw it, but first, I saw it. I'm like, you, you just laid back. Like, yeah. it's just not, yeah. yeah. Like you're, you don't have that. Cause I guess, uh, it's what I've come to expect from car guys. Okay. Well, yeah. You know, for I the mean, most you could part, stereotype us in the yeah. a car guy into being yeah. super Whether you're a show car, you're competing about that. Right. Track guy, drift guy, whatever. It's the nature of just yeah. racing. Yeah. Period. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, but yeah. you're kind of like, all right, cool. You won. You really like take the the air out of the wings. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of the reason, probably. Yeah. But second to that, if I don't care enough, yeah, it, I'm not that passionate about it like the only thing i really care that much about is you know my religion my kids right at this time in my life yeah cars comes in third so after that so you would you do you think you'd be more into competition if it was your sons competing Ooh, that's a good question yeah uh yes and it's it already 
on the social level, yeah, you already do that as parents when you have kids the same age. Oh, you compare them to other kids. You kind of do a little bit. Yeah, and maybe that's the nature of just humans. Yeah, no, like, I think I think you're right. Baby, oh my baby walked at this age, you know, or they taught they. Said oh, even, first. oh, even that stuff. People can just say it just to be like, oh, stating a f- statement, or they yeah. can be like, yeah, my baby walked at. Psh- Less than a year old. My baby's doing backflips. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) My baby took a shit in the toilet at nine months. Like, not nine months, a year. Right. People will floss and flex that. No, I get. I mean, I I I remember it my whole life. Yeah, I I thought that's where my competitive competitiveness came from. It's a little bit. It's a parent flex for sure. Some are more flexy than others. Yeah. Yeah, but that's definitely the next social rung of competitiveness is parents yeah that's why their facebook changes from single to marry their facebook photo changes from them to them with their spouse or significant other oh yeah to their kids or them with their baby when their kid's born to and even kids. your story about winning the tournament yes you said your dad was more excited than you were yeah yeah i you would know? say so well and he thought i was gonna lose yeah. <laughs> He did because <laughs> he didn't even bring his camcorder. Oh, he, wow. He had an over-the-shoulder camcorder. He didn't bring that. He oh. brought it everywhere, but not to that. That sucks. He didn't even believe in you. And you no. Beat that. That's a total movie right he there, didn't. dude. <laughs> he didn't believe in me. That's he funny. Didn't wa- well, he told me he didn't want to capture me losing if I had lost. But I mean, he, I know, right? But yeah. that's now it's now it's only in I his. I would have loved to see it's that. It's only in his head and my head. Yeah. And I had first person. He had third person vision. And that's the only two people that know about. That. I have the trophy. Yeah. But proof, not the not the actual not, fighting. Yeah. But yeah, trophy can be faked. Oh, now. man. Because yeah. I remember like the my dad, too. Like the, the mo- moments I remember him being the most proud of me. It wasn't grades. <laughs> yeah. You know, like. Yeah. <laughs> It was like athletic beatdowns, uh, okay. you know, beating somebody down <laughs> yeah. in like my karate class, or the, how hot your girlfriend is. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. That's, that's that's so funny. That's <laughs> <laughs> those are dead measures for sure. Mm. Uh, next hot lap is the Corvette. Last week had reports. The new one uh-huh. had rep- the mid-engine one, right? Had reports of the hood uh, flying open, right? But the engine's in the back. Right. And they said that it wasn't them, but user error. Or they being GM claimed that it was user error and not a failure in the part, uh, the latch itself. Okay. Do you buy that? No. Like, what? I I don't know. So they're saying that somebody, well, okay, let's, I guess let's back up. I don't know what the latching system would be for the hood, but I would assume that it still has the secondary uh, sh- I think it should. It'd, be, it'd be silly for a, a sports car to not have a secondary latch in the front just Absolutely. because it's not a, yeah. So, you know, if you're putting like, you'd have to put the hood down extremely carefully not to catch the first latch. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Right. You're right. You're right. And that's that. That is the, yeah, the savior latch. Exactly. So to speak. So right. So if, if for some reason then they didn't put it down, you know, completely, it had to have at least caught the first slat, uh, the first latch, mm-hmm. which I know it's not meant to be driven that way, mm-hmm. but it's meant to be prevent to prevent those accidents in case it is driven that way. Exactly. So in that case, I think GM is at fault. Mm. Now I'm 100% speculating, 
right here on what actually happened. I don't know what these yes. owners did actually did. And I was trying to look at numbers. I don't see numbers and yeah. obviously a percentage of it, how many actually are doing I mean, that. it was like two weeks ago. It was like two reported, three reported. Okay. But I heard that more people were jumping on. Exactly. Um, but I'm, I, I mean, it's just it's too many for me. Mm-hmm. And like I said, like there, there are safeties in place for hoods that really just they you drop it lightly and it latches. Right. So why, why, why? What is it? Yeah. Like, can you explain to me what the user error is? If they were to release that, yes. Then maybe I'm, I, I'll believe them. Right. But in this case, I think they're just trying to. You know, trying to not come out the bad guys on on they, they always they do. do. Yeah, for sure. They don't want a lawsuit. Yeah, that's the main reason. And they don't want to have to pay for the recall. That secondary. Yeah, is but the, I don't believe it. Reason. I don't believe it. Okay. Next headline. John. Next headline. So let's go back to your kids, Randy. Mm-hmm. They're now turning sixteen. Sure. And it's time for them to start driving. Granted, yep. they've got some time in between them, but it's pretty pretty short time in between all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, who gets the prelude? Who gets the S2K and who gets the van? Uh, they share the first two cars. They share the prelude. If, if I don't have, if I have the money to buy myself another car, I will get myself another car, and they will share the prelude and the S2000 and swap, or will all three swap? Ah, uh, do you think that'll work? Yeah, man. Fuck it. Uh, my dad used to borrow my. I had two Celicas at one point in my life. Okay. We would swap the. Well, did you, I would did you drive share the white a car one. with your sister though. Never. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that that would work. Yeah, you know, well, no, they assuming there's enough cars for all three of them. Right. Yeah, the youngest is probably going to be ass out Damn, and have to drive really, the minivan. You, you really escaped this question. Did I? Sorry. Oh, you wanted to bust my balls somehow? <laughs> no, no, I wasn't really like, bust your balls. Yeah. I, I, I would just there. There was a level of you Im- thought it was Im- like, an implied gauge, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. Like of of who you thought was going to be more capable. Oh, okay. But that's okay. not the consideration you no, made. Consideration You're like, they're going to share them. Yeah. They're going to share the sports cars. Yes. And th- you're going to get rid of the van. No, I'll have the van still. Why would you have the van? Cause if I have, old? Th- I have three kids. <laughs> That'll be the first car. They will, will work their way that's through that usually, car. Actually, that's usually right? how it works. Exactly. With all the Asian families that yeah. I was friends <laughs> yeah, with. Yeah. The family car. Yeah, the family was car was the a van. car. Yeah. Yes. And it will, yeah, you're right. So they'll, that'll be the car that they te- they get tested in. They yep. drive first in. They fuck it up. Fine. It, yeah. Yes. It'll, but I mean, once they're all 18, I mean, you wouldn't have a van anymore, right? I probably wouldn't need it. I don't even. Yeah. I don't think I'd even need it once they're like fourteen, almost. Really. So that's what I mean. Like they're if they're all sixteen at this point, why would you keep the van? By fifteen, I will buy another a fourth car, right? So that they can keep the own the van, the oldest can, and pass it down. And yeah, that's probably how it would work. Damn. So that means they work their way to the S two thousand. Then it would be the Prelude. They'd learn stick on the Prelude. So the Prelude and the S two K have to last for another ten years. Yeah, and they More probably than... will. Yeah, the way you drive them. I mean, if, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, at this stage. <laughs> or don't drive them. Yeah. Uh, and the Prelude. If there's an EV swap, going back to that, I'm oh, a, yeah, I might EV true. swap that. Yeah. Fuck it, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a nice car, man. Why? Yeah, why not? It's a good body, clean body. <laughs> All right, fine. So we didn't find out which one's the most capable one, but cop out answer. Next hot lap. Uh, Stellantis is the new name for the Chrysler brand. What the fuck? Yes. Are you kidding me? No. So Fiat and Peugeot merged, and Fiat was the parent company of Chrysler. 
So that that merger resulted in them being all one big company called Stellantis. So there's no Fiat. There's no Peugeot. Peugeot. Well, those might be sub brands underneath the parent brand. Okay. Kind kind so of Stellantis like, is kind of like GM when they own Pontiac and well, right, Dodge, right, Jeep, Chrysler. Yeah, yeah. But we will not get Stellantis cars. Oh, who knows? We might. Stellantis. Well, they don't. Uh, yeah, we get Fiat cars via Fiat. We get GM car no we get chevy cars we don't have a gm anything right except maybe a truck or something because everything's under chevy according to a statement from the psa and fca the word stellantis comes from the latin verb stello which means to brighten with stars yes (sighs) stellantis yes why I have no idea. Is it like, is the, are they doing that bad? Well, they did the merger. So I don't know. I don't know if that's because they were doing bad or what. That's weird, but what's your question? I guess. Um, do you like it? No, mm. that's weird. It's a weird name. Stellantis. Yeah. Especially for those cars. Yeah. Um, like if you're rebranding, I don't, what do you think of it? Well, it's going to be weird if I go back home and I drive by the Stellantis headquarters on Stellantis Drive. Yeah. It's Chrysler Drive and Chrysler headquarters for all my life. I feel like it's just so far apart from Fiat, Chrysler. Right. And they have have their, you know, their Pentastar logo. Yeah. Well, last time I was home, I vaguely remember. That's in the building. That's in built into the glass of the of the headquarters building. Right. Chrysler. Will that go away? Will they move? Or, like, I, mean, know, right? I mean, it's it's to brighten with stars. So, oh, okay, maybe okay. that this that maybe that's the tie, the bridge. Sure, sure. To Stellantis, maybe okay. you just cracked the code. I probably did. Uh, yeah, Damn. <laughs> I'm still not down. No, I not feel like they, they. Yeah, they should. I don't know. I don't know what. It sounds like some boutique EV car brand. Yes. Maybe that's the maybe that's the goal though. Maybe the goal is to sound futuristic or ch- just change the image and the brand. Yeah, and, and maybe they'll come out with dope shit like. Yeah, I can see like a gu- like a corporate you know guy, C level guy sitting in office going, "Stellantis, that sounds like the future." Right. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so I yes. think uh, I think in that sense it, it makes a little sense. Okay. But I'm not with it. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm more down with Chrysler, even though I don't know what Chrysler means. I think I'm just familiar with it at this point, but, but that's about it. Yeah. And they don't make any cars under the Chrysler name anymore, except the 300, which has been the same 300 since. Oh, really? Yeah. I believe so. That makes sense. Maybe that's, that's why then that's why they need the rebrand. Yes, totally. Yeah. Like anytime I see a 300 still on the road, you don't like the new ones. Like I'll see one every once in a while. Uh, and I'm just like, why? (laughs) <laughs> yes. Know, like, yeah. What what happened? My Chinese neighbor has one. Oh, interesting. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say yes. Oh, that makes sense then. Yes. That makes a lot of sense. But let's know. get into our first segment for this week. What is your process for helping someone buy a car? It was somebody asked you, "Hey, I need to buy a car. What suggestions do you have?" I would say, uh, "What's your price range and what do you like?" Okay. And then I would say, tell me why. Yeah. Uh, on both. Right. Why that price range and why. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd actually dig into their finances. I'd, I'd be considerate about whether they were diving into something 
they shouldn't be they can't afford right i would help them make a good financial decision first actually uh, so you do you do have the same thing that i have in that you turn off your car guy brain yeah 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 if that's the what the, que- the main know? question is yeah yes, yes. Cause I, that's the trouble that I have, you know. Sometimes it's it's very easy to live vicariously through somebody else purchasing a car. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, totally, dude. You know, like oh yeah, do this or do that or yeah. get this. It's fast, but yeah, like a lot of the times, you know, we're buying buckets <laughs> or old cars, <laughs> yeah. you know, things yes. that need work. Yep. Um, so yeah, like you have to put yourself in a different mindset when helping just you know a regular person buy a car. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. well, well, what do you need it for? You know, right. Like, you know, for a long time, I didn't like trucks. You know, I have one and now. Here you but, are. And here I am. <laughs> right. But for a long time, like, if somebody asked me, you know, I probably wouldn't make that a suggestion. Mm. When in reality, it should be a suggestion for some people, right? Yes. Depending on what their needs are. Right. And you're right on what their budget is. Yeah. But um, the hardest for me is when you start getting in those, like, four to $8,000 budgets. Ooh. Of somebody asking you about a car to buy. My brother-in-law was in that r- range. He's 16. Ah, yeah. See, so and here's the thing, because for us, $8,000 sounds like a really fun car, but it requires a high level of responsibility. Work. Yes. To yes. keep those cars. Yep. Realistically, in that budget, you should be like, oh, get yourself like a Kia Rio, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or get yourself, you know, a Hyundai Elantra or yep. a Ford Fiesta, something in that range that is newer, lower mileage, but is still going to cost you little money. Yes. But as a car guy, it hurts to make those suggestions. Yeah, because you know what you could build with that. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Your car. You yeah. Yeah. So you have to turn that off. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think the process for me is the same with you. It's like, OK, what's your budget? You know, what are you looking for? How long do you expect to have it? Uh, but at the same time, like I said, the, that eight, four to $8,000 sweet spot where you could say, oh yeah, get yourself an E36 and do this and this and that to it. And you're going to have a dope ass car. Get yourself a EM1 SI. Well, not anymore. Apparently. So, <laughs> so let me ask you the scenario. Let's play the scenario then. So you've got a interested in cars type of person who wants something fun. Okay. Their budget's 20 K. What's the first car that comes to mind? Ooh, interesting. regardless of what, what any is, other factor, just 20K and interested in cars. Interested in cars. How? Like, um, like race curious, like uh, track curious, like me. OK, track curious like you. Yeah, 20K. 20K. Yes. Regardless of be? anything, whether any no filter, no factors, just what would you recommend to that person? Ah, uh, dude, I, I think it'd be a an 86. Uh, what at uh, the toyota oh really yeah toyota 86 really if you're if they're track curious yes um and a reliable car they're looking that's for a reliable a very car, good suggestion i think it's an 86 i mean for a person obviously if it's like me track curious yes i've got my feet dipped in a little you know deeper mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. i might be a little more brave with the decision okay but the 86 if he never tracks again yes they have a reliable car ah right you know like because you're track curious you don't know right right exactly yeah, they you, try once and like yeah, no way they don't like it ah. so i think that would be that would be a good mark for them to hit that is a good choice because yeah. that's a really affordable yeah it's There's very affordable so many oh that, yeah 
And like if they do get into the car side, it's, they have yeah, millions of yes. options on that damn car. Absolutely. You know, you know ah. just don't pandem the motherfucker. And you'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Played out. Yeah. But let's get into some E36 updates. And, and what I wanted to cover this week more so than just the work I've done, because really I have done jack shit this the week. The parts man. doesn't come in? The parts came in, but the worker that decided to be lazy so came uh yeah so i I started thinking about you know kind of what i've learned so far with building a budget track car okay right and i'm in no way saying that you know that i know what i'm doing this is very much the first time i've ever done this right in terms of taking a car stripping all apart and doing everything to get it track ready Uh uh-huh so there's probably a bunch of things that i'm missing and i'll need to learn as well but so far, I've learned a few things, especially with an older car. Uh, gloves, wire brushes, and brake clean are going to be your best fucking friends. Okay. The car is disgusting in every... I mean, there are you've areas... You've said that f- since you've owned the car. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's, in, it's incredible like where the filth gets to. You know, like There are areas where there are no leaks, nothing visible, right? And it's like, it's like there's power steering fluid there with dirt on it. But it's like it's like the power steering reservoir is all the way on the other side of the car. Mm. And so every part I take out, it probably takes me twice as long to clean a part than pull, to pull it off. So is your garbage it. can just full of paper towels? Oh, it's paper. Dude, I've gone through <laughs> dirty two, paper towels, not even paper towels, actual towels like shop towels. Oh, OK, I buy shitty, like really, really shitty shop towels <laughs> off of Amazon for uh-huh. like, you know, 50 for like 10 bucks or something sure. like that. And and I'll use those because it's a little, you know, paper towels, they rip yes. and all that stuff. So I didn't want to deal with it. But, yeah, I mean, I've gone through like three boxes of gloves, <laughs> you know, like a ton of towels, just scrubbing, wire brushing. Wow. And then brake cleanings, all this stuff just to, you know, start fresh, mostly because I've thought about not doing it. Just uh-huh. because it's like, fuck, I don't want to deal with this anymore. Yeah. But I also want to know when I'm leaking again. Yes. You know, when, when that stuff is happening, right. in order to do that, you have to clean it. So luckily, there's a lot of parts that I'm replacing that I won't have to clean. Mm-hmm. But all like the big pieces that I'm reusing, I'll have to clean. And obviously, you know, the gloves, wire brushes. I use brake clean at the end. Okay. But wire brushes as much as I can just to not put chemicals out there. And honestly, I don't I don't find that spraying these things down really helps a lot. I mean, scrubbing is really the way to go. Absolutely. Yeah, There's... but the only thing I'll say is that with wire brushes, be careful. If it's aluminum, uh, you got to make sure you use like a brass brush. I learned brass uh, doesn't yeah, scratch aluminum. Yeah, it won't scratch. It's not as it's not as tough on it. Don't use steel brushes. Of course. Yeah, but it's just so tempting because it's so much easier with a steel brush. Just go yes. take it all off. Yes. Yes. Uh, but that's the first lesson I learned. Second lesson I learned, sell everything. And I've gone over this already, so I won't go into too much detail. Mm-hmm. But as I stated last week, I've sold $3,500 in parts. And it's literally, there is nothing off limits. You should, the only the only thing that's going to cost you is storage. Right. Which, you know, it's not that much. So just hold on to it for six months and see if it sells. You know, I've sold a bunch of things. I sold a torn uh, shift knob. It's a lighted shift knob for the E92 M3. How much? Right? 40? 25 bucks. Right? But it's like the boot was torn. 
uh-huh. the ring I had to reuse the ring for for the one that I'm using now. He's putting it in a 318. Yeah, probably, <laughs> dude. Probably, yeah. I had to ship That's it. Why. To, I had to ship it to Arizona. Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah. I had to ship it to Arizona. That's funny. So, yeah, it's going in a 318. Yeah, but it, that just goes to show, you know, sell everything so you can get some money back yeah. in your budget, man. Yeah. Um, and when building something on a budget, and this is the hardest one for me, ask yourself, do I need this? Every time. I mean, this is, I'm asking myself this every day because obviously I'm shopping all the time. Yes. And I just want to order this. I want to order that. And like just with the coilover question, it's like, okay, should I buy like $3,000 coilovers and call it a day? Or can I get by with the, you know, the $1,000 coilovers? Mm-hmm. And of course I can get by with a $1,000 coilover. Like I'm not, I haven't exceeded that. You know, let's, that's true. You know, let's, let's just take it by levels. It could be that I never get to the level of really having to use three thousand dollar coilovers. Well, if you want to go cheap, why don't you just do a like reuse your strut or put new shocks and springs? Uh, because then that's I feel like I'm I'm really shorting myself, right? Because if I do stock, oh, if I do, it's OEM, cheaper than coilovers, though. It's not. Oh no, nah, it's not. I'm still going to be spending like eight hundred bucks. So why not spend a thousand dollars and get like some? I'm not going to go with BC. That's not my thing. But there are some brands that have proven you know, to be track worthy and that mm-hmm. are in like a thousand dollar range. I'm like, okay, in that case, I'm okay doing the extra 200 yeah, that and makes getting sense. coilovers rather than going with something that's not adjustable. Right. The height's not adjustable. Height's not adjustable, yeah. but even, you know, the, I mean, I could get like Coney's, the Coney yellows are, awesome. but then you're talking about, then you're talking about a little more than the coilovers. Yeah. At that point. But I, I've heard that uh, coilovers on Coney Yellows, which you can do with oh, ground yeah, control, yeah. Ground control are that. better than cheap coilovers. Um, That's what I've heard. Yeah. Because you can get Enki Springs on that um, ground control coilover. Yeah, but the ground controls for E36s don't cost the same as for Hondas, oh, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you're talking like two grand already. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. So, yeah, they perform better, but they're also priced accordingly. Oh, man. Yeah. In your case, yeah. Wow, that sucks. Okay. So ask yourself if you if you really need this, right? Because you're, you're, you're going to hit a lot of areas where it's like, shit, I'm going to need to order that. Mm-hmm. You know, one-time use bolts vacuum hoses that you rip because you're too eager to pull out the, <laughs> the mm-hmm. intake manifold mm-hmm. uh you know and then all the maintenance stuff you need fuel filters all that stuff so it's a it's important that you keep yourself grounded and not very excited on some of these expensive things indeed yeah so the next item here is learn from others if you're not researching if you're not spending your like all your spare time maybe not all your spare time but a significant amount of spare time looking at forums of the mistakes that people have made improvements that people have made engineering that companies have put into the car you're gonna end up with uh uh some envy at the racetrack because you're gonna see a lot more people out there with uh with these things and i know it's fairly common sense to look up you know what your car is capable of what recalls have happened what issues have occurred with the engine mm-hmm. um but it's important to make sure that you put get yourself out there and start reading all that i mean it, i mean i have found information just you know on like one bushing right what companies to stay away from or what type of bushing to look for or you know different torque specs that you know deviate from oem that you should be using you know because of this and this and that um people have studied certain things 
Um, so that's what I found in my research. And I think that has been immensely valuable in learning from others on some of that stuff. Granted, you have to learn how to filter out some of the bullshit because yes. there's a lot of opinion. You know, you're going to want to make sure there's evidence of what people are saying. Mm-hmm. So uh, so be careful with that. And the last one and the most important, I feel like the most ignored budget for tools. <laughs> you're going to have to budget for tools. Me more than anyone with BMW and their specialty tools. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's uh, AutoZone can only get you so far. There is stuff beyond that but thank goodness for amazon oh thank yes thank goodness for amazon because a lot of these things are one-time use so getting something cheap also harbor freight yeah i was gonna harbor freight's really like um they got everything i have to wire uh wire a nut Mm -hmm. in my oil pump and there are these special pliers for uh winding up wire and they have that and harbor freight has that and it's 50 percent what it costs on amazon Yes. Which that blows my mind how I'll look up something on Harbor Freight and it's like, okay, they have it and it's cheaper. They've got, they're starting, they get into like the really specialized tools. Yeah. And, and you're like, fuck, dude, I'm Home good. Home Depot yes. and Lowe's, they don't got exist. That shit. They don't sell it. Yeah. Because no. they don't sell the cheap Chinese shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because they don't, they don't know what the demand is on those tiny little one-off yeah. Uh, tools. Yeah. So I picked Where's, that up. But budget for tools. I mean, even when it's 10 bucks here... 15 bucks there, an axle, a 46 millimeter axle socket. It's going to add up. So you're going to, you're going to need to make sure you budget for it. A Honda ball joint remover. They've got a Harbor Freight also. Oh yeah. Yeah. Adapter. I, I just, uh, yeah. Oh really? Yes. I didn't know Separate that. Separate from the kit that you bought. Oh, okay. They have a Honda adapter that wow. you can buy. Yeah, dude. Honda, uh, Harbor Freight, man. Yeah. Honda Freight. Honda Freight. Yeah, man. That's what it should be called after yes. those brands. But, yes. but yeah, I think that's the biggest one. Definitely budget for that's tools because you're going to be spending a lot of money. You could argue fluids too, but tools are more expensive. Right. I, I can't, th- can't count that with parts, but yes. yeah, yeah, that, you're right. Yes. Like it's, yeah, it's, yeah. fuck, man. It's, it adds up. Yeah. The, the tools definitely and add up. And then it just sits there. <laughs> yeah. Well, in some cases, like with specialty tools in the BMW, I can resell them mm. and there's a market for them. Um, like the detent pin tools. Okay. I'm really going to do that once. Yeah. And then maybe if the transmission fries, which is extremely hard to do because those transmissions are overbuilt. Okay. Um, I might do it again if I have to get a new transmission. But realistically, I'm probably going to use them once and never again. And it's a $60 tool. So just buy it again when you need it that next time, right? Yeah, That's exactly. Kind of right. Right. Or, and, but I could sell it for 50 bucks. Right. And make that money back. Mm-hmm. So basically, I'm paying like $10 rental. Exactly. On that. Which ain't bad. Yeah. So that's what I've learned so far on the E36. Like I said, I haven't really done anything this week. This weekend, I plan on doing a lot. Uh, that's kind of what I told myself my punishment was going to be for not really touching it this <laughs> uh-huh, week. Uh-huh. I mean, work has you been really You have to really punish busy. yourself in your brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, man. Because it's the problem that I have found, and this is probably another lesson, is that the farther you get away from wrenching every day, I guess it's like going to the gym. Yes. The easier it is to just say, eh, tomorrow. Yes. Eh, I'll do it tomorrow. The gym analogy is perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what I'm getting into. So I'm like, all right, this weekend I'm going to get a ton done because I know that once I do a lot, I'll feel that gratification and I'll want to get back into the garage. Mm. But really, like, I'm I'm at the point where I need to pull pieces and clean them and go weld some stuff. Okay. And so now i got to be on somebody else's schedule. So I need to make sure that I, I put, you know, some ample time. 
because the oil pan is going to be off because it's getting baffled. Uh huh. So how would you? This is a good question. How would you cover the bottom of the engine? I'm thinking like trash bags. Yeah, that's probably the best approach. Yeah, the, the heavy duty ones. Yeah, I get like a heavy duty. And just um, you wouldn't want to use uh, yeah, just painter tape, painter's tape. Yeah, that's probably what I'll do. Cause that's that cool. held. You remember how my axle boot was uh, leaking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the Prelude, and yeah. I don't want to go to the desert because of that. Right, right. Uh, that bitch stayed on. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember you telling and me. And it didn't come off even when I swapped to the rubber. I was like, Why am I doing this rubber piece if this tr- plastic bag is working for <laughs> yeah. me? Why am I doing yeah, this? Yeah. And I, yeah, it took me a couple hours to get it done. Yeah, yeah. So I'll probably do that then, because it'll probably be a few weeks. Of that sitting like that before I get the oil pen back on. So I want to make sure no rodents get in there or anything. Indeed. Although we don't really have any. Mm-hmm. But into the next topic. Randy, you went on a romantic cruise in the S2000. Yeah, it was my uh, anniversary okay. on Monday. So Congratulations. Though, though, thank you. The wife wanted, or I suggested, we can't do shit. It's an excuse to go cruise in right. the car because she never gets to ride in my car. Okay. Because it's, uh, what do we do with the kids? Yeah, yeah, right, <laughs> you know? right, yeah, So yeah. we got to get rid of the kids yeah. in order for us to ride together in the so car. So you put them in their cages and yeah. then yeah, and yeah, took yeah, off. Yeah, yeah t- don't leave them with any food or water. <laughs> and yeah, roll up all the windows. Um, so we were able to um, offload them to the in-laws and we cruised. Okay. Cruised up and down PCH. Um, the f- it's the furthest south I've ever gone along PCH. Oh, you went south. We went south. We were going north, but we were hitting traffic in uh, Huntington. Okay. So fuck this. I ain't, I don't gotta be in Huntington. So yeah. I'm gonna just go south. Right. All the way to Dana Point. Okay. And there was a lot of, uh, just cool surfiness town vibes the whole way down. Okay. That's it. Just enjoying the cruise. She, the wife kept saying like, dude, I am loving this. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Cause the, you know, the, the convertible was down. Yeah. She doesn't get that ever. The California dreaming. And that's how I feel when I drive yeah. the car. Right. Especially in a, and she like was today. fine with the suspension. She, she was, I was like, it's going to be a little bouncy. Sorry. Yeah. Um, if it's too cold, I'll just blast the heat. Yeah, she didn't complain. My back was kind of hurting because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. You used, are middle aged. I'm not used to shifting <laughs> a car that's hard to shift anymore. Okay, because the the clutch is pretty. It's springier. Oh, it's not the Civic or the Prelude. Uh, right, soft. right, right. It's not like you know, just crappy sedan or whatever commuter car soft. It's yeah, a little springy, and there was traffic. It's the first time I've driven in traffic <laughs> in five years. Damn. Four years? Wow. Yes. So as a California resident, that's really hard to yeah, say. Yeah. So that's why I don't care if I hit traffic the one time I go to LA every year. Right, right. You yeah. know, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, it's whatever. I, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I don't hit this. Then that's yeah. Anyway, so we cruised. I saw some nice picture spots. The wife enjoyed it a lot more than me. Um, because really? it's just another day for me to be driving the S. You know, right? It's a good chance. Yeah, we drove eighty miles, which is a good sizable chunk. That's all you drove. Yeah, and that still is the longest cruise you've done. On the <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. dude. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. the day before you told me you were going to Santa Barbara. That we was the thought, ori- that was the original plan. But <laughs> bitch, t- you thought? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> the time uh, to drop off the kids just. That window kept getting, we kept uh, missing that window. Okay, okay. So we had less and less time. Right. Okay. So that was not viable anymore. Okay. That was the original plan. How do your driving habits change with the wife in the car? 
Uh, not too much. It's without the kids, it changes a lot. Okay. Without without the kids and just the wife, it's like still aggressive. Okay. I would say, especially in the S two thousand, I'm wow. gonna be aggressive, have fun. And she enjoyed it a little bit. I would, yeah. I mean, the car doesn't slide out because of my Michelins, so right. You Which know. you refused. I mean. You don't want to do donuts because you have new tires. Yes, I don't want to kill the life of those tires. <laughs> but, but like a donut or two isn't gonna like take off a significant amount of rubber. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you just want to see if you do it. That's. I mean, I, it is. I think we need to do mean. tandem donuts, man. Tandem. <sighs> if I had a shittier rear-wheel drive car, I would totally, totally tandem with you. I just would be afraid to mess up your car. Um, I mean, we'd practice first, of course, you know, but uh, practicing enough, I would need enough practicing that my tires would be toast. Yeah, you're probably right. (laughs) Yes, that's how long it does take. Yes. You know, so you're probably right. So we kind of missed our window because I just just got rid of those wheels. Damn, it's going to be like, damn, and the way you drive this car, it's going to be like 20 years. (laughs) Oh, my God, dude, the wheels will rot before you're done with them. Probably my my son will be driving it by the time. (laughs) That I need to change the tires. Yeah. Damn. That's Legitimately. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Isn't that awesome? That's nuts. Yeah. It, How many miles did you buy it with? Uh, 138. And I'm at 140 and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah. Miles climb fast, man. They do. They miles do. Miles climb fast. I'm, I get that with the... I've stopped I've stopped myself from driving the E92 for errands. Like, I'd pull it out. Oh, just, now you're wary of the miles? Oh, like, I'm... I'm not really, but you are. But a at the same time, it's kind of like, why am I taking this to go get groceries? Oh, you know, even though it feels fun to drive, you really like to <laughs> discipline yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Punish I yourself. Need to. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, yeah. too much. It's got to be a reward. Yeah, it's just you have so to many earn miles. driving your own car. Especially, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Especially with some of these cruises, it takes like an hour and a half to get there, or whatever. Or you're driving thirty minutes to go drive for so another you want hour. S- you want to save the miles for the it's rationed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> rationed miles. Because you might want to sell it one day. Is that why? No. Are you I, sure? Like, it's one of those like that. Well, here's the thing. I have said that. That's a weird mentality. If, if I were to get rid of this car, it would. De- if I were to get rid of a car, it would be that car first. Right now. Not another. Right. But I have gone. no plans to get rid of that car. Of course. Um, but I still feel that way. And I think I would still feel that way with the E36. And I still feel that way with the truck, right? But it's I don't. It's just a thing that it's the first one to go now. Yeah, it's well, become the first. But one But I think to the mileage thing is just something that I've been programmed in me, I guess. Or when, because you know that it's the first one to go, you want to keep it down, maybe. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe that 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 could be true right? too. But subconsciously, yes, exactly. It's not a conscious decision. Okay. To keep okay. them down because of that, it's yeah. more so like, you know, I'm already at one hundred twenty-five thousand. I made it from 119,000 to 125 pretty quickly. It seems what a year more than uh, a year. It was right? more than a year now. Right, That's it's not like a year too bad. It's not. It's not too bad, but uh, it does feel like they climb really fast. Yeah, so they I'm, do. So like cruises and coming here is really all it gets now. <laughs> yeah. 
That's why now I walk out and I cut because I just want to see it in case it disappears one day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you sold it, motherfucker. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And there's the thing with the with the uh, wheel cap debacle. Yes. So I'm still riding with that missing wheel cap, which bugs the shit out of me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Still has to come in the mail. So that that's also a reason why I don't drive it as much. I see. Yeah, but I gotta take it out every once in a while. Yeah, it needs to stretch its legs. But let's get into the last item. Uh, Mm -hmm. We actually got a question from a listener, Randy. I told you about this. Yes. You saw it too. It's been a while. Um, James from Arizona sends us this question. What the hell makes you guys experts in cars or car culture? Oh, we're not. We're living it though. Yeah. And that that was, (laughs) I think you summarized what my answer was going to be in which is, we in no way have ever advertised ourselves as experts. Yeah, it doesn't say that on any yeah, anywhere. No. Like we're we're living, right? We're living the experience yeah. in Southern California of cars and car are, culture. Yeah. And through our, you know, working on cars and buying cars. Mm-hmm. But we have no way positioned ourselves as as experts in those fields. Nope. We bring in experts. Yeah. Secondly, right? Secondly, if you have such a problem with what we have to say about cars and car culture, tune the fuck out. Yeah. Like why this is like this is what I got from this question. It's like why why go through the trouble of pissing your own self off? If you think we're not experts, yeah, that's and, true. We're, and we're just, you know, smoking and saying stupid mm-hmm. shit on the mic. Yeah. Why are you listening to us? Yeah. I mean, I would argue it's why I stopped listening to our government for certain things. Okay, exactly, right? right? Like, if you oh. think we're incompetent, just don't listen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but you know, we're you know, I don't I don't come here and saying like, you know, you need to do this or this is exactly how this works or mm-hmm. the you know, I tell you facts as I read them, facts as I experience them, the experiences I have, the experiences you have driving your cars, you yes. know. We don't speak out of our lanes. We're not talking about supercars and mm-hmm. all these other cars that we've never driven. Or you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. We so, speculate, but yeah, we'll speculate yeah, and but think we clearly how state that. Exactly. So I don't know where you got the idea, James, that you know we're experts yeah. in cars or car culture. I think maybe you think we are experts in cars and car in car culture, and we said something you don't like mm-hmm. about either your cars or something you're interested in. So you had a bone to pick. Yeah. So that is my answer. But feel free to call in, and we can have you on. And, oh, uh, dude, I would love to discuss like, that. If this guy is like you know a super troll, I would love to hear what he has to say. Yeah, I can deal with that. Yeah, but that is actually our first, well, second question submitted for the show. We had one a long time ago. Yeah. But this was definitely a, on the hater lane, so I wanted to make sure we covered it. That's cool. But that is our episode. How do you find us, John? You can find us at 91octane.com. That is all letters and no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at 91octane.com. And if you have any stupid questions, send them to info at 91octane.com. Smart questions accepted, too. Uh, Any last words, Randy? Not this week. Thank you. (laughs) 